Support for the Rated JG podcast is brought to you by Accent Sledge Supplements. I have personally been using Accent Sledge Supplements for over a year now, and I love them. And I'm not telling y'all anything other than the truth because I promise you that I would never join with a company that I don't support. This company is all about being upfront and honest about their products and the ingredients inside of them. The company is ran by former IFBB professional bodybuilder Seth Ferrosi, who decided back in 2018 that he was tired of working for companies that took shortcuts and used subpar ingredients in their supplements. So, he started Accent Sledge. Every single product on the Accent Sledge lineup has patented ingredients that have been through rigorous testing to ensure quality and consistency. They offer everything from stimulant-based pre-workouts, non-stimulant-based pre-workouts, grass-fed whey protein, vegan protein, sleep aids, joint and muscle recovery products, and even amino acids. So stop settling for anything less than the best. Use my discount code, JGill10, at checkout for 10% off of all your orders. Thank you all for stopping by. My name is Justin Gilly, and you're listening to the Rated JG Podcast. What's up, everybody? Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Rated JG Podcast. We are coming at you with another installment of Drumroll. Oh, that's loud. That's super freaking loud. Justin, Justin K. Justin. Where the wife, where the wifey and I sit down and talk all things life. Yeah. This is not going to be a mental health episode. This is going to be a fun, laid back, good for your soul. Yeah. Show. For sure. <laughs> so we went. Oh, I think I'm too far back. Sorry. I'm, I'm adjusting to the new studio. Adjusting. Yep. Yeah. If y'all are watching, this is our new setup. Um, Casey, as you know, she pops on here periodically to to do pods with me. And this is your first one that you've done since we've changed everything up. Since a remodel. Remodel. Yeah, so everything's basically the same um, as far as... But a lot better. Yeah, everything <laughs> is like just organized prettier, Yeah, I guess you could say. It's more efficient. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so this is our... Oh, shit, I'm, I'm sinking. Ugh. This is the first Justin case in the newly rearranged Podfather Studios. Jeez. All right, and what we did was... Um, was he? I guess it was yesterday. Yes. We were feeling, we we're feeling tazy because we've been, uh, we're doing a staycation right now. Never done one of those before. It's but, dope. But I highly recommend ten. Yeah, I, I mean, work is to the point where it is. We just need some time off. Works for the birds. Yeah, for sure. We needed to uh, just kind of re, rebound, regroup, get a better refresh our souls. Yeah, refresh is the right word. Like just yeah. kind of chill for a minute yeah so uh we have absolutely nothing planned uh we've been just kind of enjoying time off not having any agenda it's been great and yesterday we went on uh i think it was your facebook and instagram casey she put on there like hey we're gonna record an episode of just in case y'all should shoot us some questions and y'all didn't disappoint we've got a bunch bunch yeah i'm fired up about it too there was quite a few that got brought in i Yes. So, uh, but it, so yeah, quite a few came in, and we are going to be doing that. So, 
just doing a good old fashioned Q and A. I don't think we've ever done one of these before. I don't think so either. I, I was just say I know I've done one just like solo. You've Q and A'd me. I have. Yes, I, I did the <laughs> the Proust questionnaire, and <laughs> that face. I don't like that. Yep. Okay. It sounded dirty, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, I did do that, uh, but I, I haven't. I mean, and then I did a solo one way like like one of the first episodes I ever recorded was a Q and A. But I was like, let's do one and see what the people want to hear. Oh, and I got a hoodie on. Oh, check out the new swag. Oh, 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 freaky, freaky, fresh. Oh, oh, this could be you. Could be. Could be you. For the solid price. You so, ain't as cute as me. I said solid price. Solid For, prize. Yeah, just. Go to ratedjgpodcast.com backslash merch. Hashtag plug. Hashtag best podcast. Hashtag support hoodie. Hashtag support your boy. Hashtag I love this hoodie. It's so soft. It feels like a blanket and a hug. Hashtag you listen to this anyway, so hashtag you should wear my clothes. Hashtag. We need to stop doing that. It's a hug and sweatshirt. <laughs> it's a hug and hoodie. Oh, my God. Ooh, hashtag hug and hoodie. Mm-hmm. You tell yourself what you need to tell yourself. Yeah, they're cool. Oh, hop off. Like, I was supporting your shit. Shout out day by day. My boys, Kyler and Colton. Always... Hooking it up. No, I do love that hoodie, though. I wear mine all the time. So the Q&A had absolutely... We did not have any kind of prompt. We didn't say, you know, any kind of avenue you could take with these questions. We just said hit us up with them, and we got some awesome ones. And I have not told Casey these yet, so... I know. I'm scared. I'm never... It's I'm for not both good of us. Off the, I'm not good off the press, because oh. I'm the one that posted it, and Justin's the one that got the answers <laughs> or the questions. So I, I know, like, two out of 750 of them, so... Well, let's get started. So, number one, what is the weirdest food combination one or both of you like? For example, mustard and baby carrots are what I like. Ew. (laughs) Okay. Um... Oh, you have a bunch. You like nasty. I like weird you, shit. You like stinky, weird food Justin's as is. Justin's rule of thumb is if it stinks, I like it. And yes. he's not wrong. Because uh, most people, when I go down like like a, a snack aisle, original, barbecue, spicy, like mm-hmm. those are cool. Casey's like garden, herb, ranch, sour Pickle, cream. flaming hot. Like, but <laughs> anyways. Um, oh, yeah. So I, what was it again? Weird food combination that you like? Yeah. I like, like, all my food combinations are weird, I think. But no, I... Oh, there has to be something. People thought it was weird that I like, like, an egg in my ramen noodles. But that's, like... Is that a, weird? No, that's... Well, you like, like, a fried egg. I think that, like, other ramen comes with, like, a hard-boiled one. Yeah, like no, legit no, I mean, ramen. Like, like, a fried runny yolk. I also really like, okay, here's your number one nasty food that you don't like for me, is uh-huh. whenever I eat tuna. Like, I'll be on a really big health kick. And so I'll eat tuna with boiled eggs. Oh, my God. And then God. I'll put mustard and jalapenos on it. Because mustard is good for your metabolism, so is jalapenos. That's so raunchy. And it, I honestly like the flavor of it. Mm-mm. But I, Justin will come home and he'll open the door and be like, what did you eat? Get it out of this house. No, I'm like, what the fuck died in this household? <laughs> like, it smells like death in here. But it's delicious. That's, but is that weird, though? Like, I mean. I think to put it with mustard and jalapenos. Maybe. Because people will eat, like, tuna with a boiled egg with, like, mayonnaise or something for, like, a like tuna sandwich. Yeah. But I like mine with mustard and jalapenos. And sometimes yeah. pickles. A pickle and uh, peanut butter and pickle sandwiches are good. I've not had that. Y'all have always had that. That was uh, uh, a product of Kevin and Keith Hill. They, Shout out they, Kevin and yeah, Keith. they showed us that. That's it's very weird. It's not. I like, still can't believe I haven't had one. It yet. sounds disgusting because, like, I mean, peanut butter and pickles could not be more mm-hmm. opposite flavors. But like, 
it's it's like sweet and salty mm-hmm. like i mean like you don't have like pickled juice like i mean it's like the shaved like little, yeah. little slices it's good but yeah that's got to take the cake i can literally eat pickles in anything though i like, love pickles like i tell people that i like pickles in my grilled cheese and they think i'm a riot right but i always put pickles <laughs> they in my think i'm cheese. a riot they're you riot. just silly pants i know that's a good question though yeah because you what are yours though that's what i just said pickles and, oh, and peanut butter I'm, I'm trying to think of more uh, um, uh, I don't know. It'll come to me. But next question: Thoughts on the new Dallas Stars jerseys announced? The blackout as well as the reverse. That's a great question. I personally, I love the the blackout. The their uh, alternate jersey. Mm-hmm. It's the for all of you that are watching. If you can see, this is the regular you know, victory green and black and white. They have. No more well, in their alternate jersey they just released. It's not victory green. It's like legit, like lime green, like highlighter like, green. They're kind of going off of like the building in Dallas, the big green building. That's kind of what the, the color reminds me of. It's like electric green. Well, because the jerseys sick. are like literally in a tribute to Dallas fans, right? Yeah. So I mean, it's like, right? Yeah, it's it's sick. It, it really does look really cool, like vibrant, yeah. like like a super 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 electric. Yeah, I love it. I think they're sick. The the it. reverse retros just got announced two days ago. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan. I think they look unfinished. I think they look very plain as compared to the other ones. Because yeah. like the other team, granted the Stars have only been a team since '93. Yeah. But like the other teams, like Calgary and like St. Louis mm-hmm. and like all those like that teams that have been around forever, they look sick. Ours are very boring and they look unfinished. But they are going to play those white jerseys. With white pants and white gloves. That's going to be sick. I think the jerseys sick. are sick. I think they're really cool. Um, I don't think they're ugly. I, just, I, just... I don't think, I don't trust myself with one <laughs> because I am not a big kid. So I'm going to spill all kinds of shit on my jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The audio stopped for a second and I had to start it again. I don't know what is going on. I hate Audacity. If anybody listening uses Audacity for their recording don't. software, help me because I don't know why it just randomly stops like that. But. It only stopped for like five seconds, so we're good. But anyways, cool, cool, yeah. cool, cool. No, I don't think that those. Jer- I don't think the reverse retros are stupid or like. I like that. Ugly. There's like a I'm just star not a fan. In the body. Yeah. Well, like that, there's a star. Like the wings are right here, and then the two things, and then I think it's cool. It's like the old ones. Yeah. It's like a tribute to them, but like kind of new as well. But I mean, they're not ugly, or not not the worst things in the world. I'm just I don't I don't want one myself. I think they're one that they're gonna look a lot better in person because a lot yeah, of their like. Yeah. Um, I would agree with that. Like a asterisks. What are the, like the really small things that like make things pop? What? It'll come. It'll come to me. But like a lot of like the little things in like art and stuff that makes it pop and gives it like emphasis. A lot of it's like silver and like you can't really accents. See, yeah, thank you. Oh, the okay. Accents. Like the accents are yeah, silver, and I so got you, you can't really see them that well. But whenever you see it in person, I bet it's gonna be. Sick. Those are dope. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, because there's a bunch on there. I don't know. They sound like you You make a good point. They could look better in person. I'm just not like a huge fan of them. I'm not going to run up and buy one right now. I would buy the rever- or the uh, the alternate jersey, uh-huh. the lime green one, right now. Those are sick, but they're like $250. So, okay. Good. <laughs> Next one up here. Oh, no. Sorry. We're clicking on this. Something weird. 
you didn't know that you did until somebody pointed it out to you. You. What I ju- that is what I just said that. So I cannot stand this about myself. I want to hit myself when I do this. I and I never noticed it till maybe what two years ago. Anytime I take a drink of something like out of a can, like it doesn't even have to just be a beer. I will drink it, and then I do this weird little afterwards. It's like. I don't know what it is, but I hate it. It makes me want to just, I just cringe every time I do it, but I'll go. Why? (laughs) What did that do other than piss me off? What is wrong with me? I hate that. And I know I do it and I consciously try to not do it. And I still do it. Here's the thing though. No one else pointed that out to you. You pointed it out to me. Oh, you're right. I did find that out about myself. You pointed that out to everyone else. And now we all notice it now. Yeah. Self-loathing is the best guys. Just. Let, just be mean to yourself. Apparently, that's what I do because that is uh, no one even found that out except for myself. <laughs> I hate it, and I can't. And I'll be by myself doing it, like driving in the truck or whatever. And I'm like, mm. what is wrong with me? So that's my weird thing. What about you? Everything I do is weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, you in the the uh, the drinking sense, like yeah, if you, you have pointed this shit out to me in autumn. Yeah, and like if they have a heart. You and Autumn both, if y'all are drinking something out of a can, most people put the can to their lips and drink it. They put their bottom lip on the can and like pour. It's like a, it, which is so weird. I don't understand that. And you and Autumn both do that. I don't wonder if it does like hurt your teeth or something. Well, cold drinks hurt my teeth. That's why I always drink all of my things out of a straw. Oh. That's why you always see me like walking around with a bang energy drink <laughs> or like a monster and I put a straw in it because it... Like hurts my teeth and mm-hmm. I don't like the way it feels on my mouth. Yeah. And so I can tolerate it with my bottom lip because uh-huh. I can like put my lip out, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know. And then the, the rest of my mouth, I don't want it to touch. I don't want it to touch it. That, okay. So those are two small things. Those are the craziest. I think another thing that I, I have found very weird about myself is I will not con- confirm that I like a band or an artist until I obsessively look into them. Mm-hmm. Like if I hear a song on the radio that I might like I catch myself vibing to, mm-hmm. I won't say I like it until I go home. And you listen and, to them acoustic. And I'll YouTube them. I'll look it up like acoustic. I'll yeah. see their live set to make sure they're like actually good. And then yeah. I can become a fan. Because there's nothing wrong with like just being like having like radio hits. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah. But if I'm going to be like a fan of somebody like your boy Sturgill, like <laughs> – I feel like like yeah, I, if I I think I'm, I'm I'm just so balls deep into like that music scene like mm-hmm. if I'm gonna be a fan I'm gonna be like all in yeah. you know what I'm saying so like I'm that's <laughs> something I think is pretty weird to me that like I have this checklist that these people have to like meet for me to become like a super fan you know what yeah. I'm saying whereas most other people are like you're you're weird as shit like I just like that song <laughs> I think my music choice is weird oh there's no doubt because I literally... what the hell were we listening to earlier. Uh, yeah she's like jesse can we play this song like what is it she's like and this song comes on it's like i'm like what what is wrong with you yeah but listen i like look like two basketball look like two basketball in damn jeans said what's up what's the first one he says i don't know said oh damn what's the first name i i don't know what's up something What's up, Keith? What's up, Lisa? Damn, I want all three. What are you doing? Praise Ashley. Jesus. Hallelujah. What are you doing? Ashley. I got, oh, what's your wrong past me? She th- 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 
I'm not even just saying this to to you know, boost you. You have a career in this if you would follow. You like it. I love that. Ooh, You're ooh, the, ooh. single-handedly the most talented Eagle. artist. I would I would YouTube you. RT de Kegili. <laughs> you like that shit? So Anyways, but I will literally listen to like the most like scary, <laughs> demented, crazy screamer shit in the entire world and I'm vibing and I love it. And then the very next song I'm listening to Miley Cyrus yeah, so 2012 and 2020. And then I'm also listening to uh, Meg The Stallion. Then I'm listening to Beyonce. Then I'm bringing it back down to All Time Low from my middle school days. Then I'm bringing it back to Cardi B. Like, mm. I literally, I think my ADD, I'm sorry, I think my music choice is more ADD than my brain is. Yeah, but that doesn't make you weird, though. I mean, I feel like everybody has an eclectic music, like, genre. Like, I feel like older Excuse me. I feel like older people are kind of like the ones that are stuck in their ways, but people roughly around our age, yeah, they like everything. You know, it's it's pretty hard to find somebody that doesn't like Drake, and then yeah. you know, like I think my else. thing is that like I actually enjoy scream music sometimes. Yeah, I, I feel you, but yes, that is another that is that was my weird thing was like diving in hard trying yeah. to find like I like obsess over all their music before yeah. I'm like, okay, now I'm a big time fan. You know what I'm saying? I don't no. really have a weird thing. Not think. not even with music, but the, other than the, the drinking. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're you're freaking in between the fingers stop that pick. Oh, you drive me nuts with that. Yes. She'll just be sitting there, like we'll be all cuddled up on the couch. She's just like I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, I, I gotta get it. I'm like, there's nothing left to get. You're peeling your whole skin off it's right now. It's a callus. Mm. Oh, she peels my calluses too. Yeah, it's fun. And I'll be like, I like to pop your pimples. Yes, if I, I'll be like out of the shower, like walking around, <laughs> getting dressed, and she'll just be like a little chimp on my back, popping things. I'm like, ow, son but of a bitch! I didn't know that like, was back there. A lot of people like to do that. That's not something that's like. Yeah. I'm just super not True. weird, guys. I'm not weird at all. Sorry, I don't know what to tell you. Nobody likes normal people, so I'm normal. No one likes me. I said, you just, <laughs> I'm weird. I'm normal. <laughs> okay. Irrational fears both of you have. Clowns or thi- like example, I hate clowns and I hate things with a lot of texture, like bumpy pumpkins on Halloween. Bumpy pumpkins. Ooh, I know exactly what she's talking about. Uh-huh. The little freaking. I did you. Ooh, that's irrational. I wonder if she likes mini corns. Like those little mini Corn on the cob. Look at things that you put corn. in the salads. Yeah. I don't know what they're called. Irrational fear. It's called baby corn, by the way. It's literally it called really? yes, baby corn. Okay. Um, Airplanes and tornadoes. Two things I don't fuck with. Mm-hmm. That's not irrational, though. Those are real things. Okay, irrational June bugs. <laughs> I don't you, like June bugs. You do hate June bugs. I will kill spiders. I will kill bees. I have never had an encounter with a snake, but I think I could judo chop it. Do not bring a June bug around me. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because of my high school home that I lived in. It was literally, my porch was infested with June bugs. I remember that. And I literally had to dive bomb into my house because, and even after I did that, I would still have at least five June bugs mm-hmm. stuck on me. Yeah. Uh, we would, I hate that feeling. Yeah, so rewind back to those days whenever I'm like 16, Ugh. dropping Casey off at the front door after we'd been hanging out all night. And like I'm trying to like hug her and like give her a good night kiss and be all smooth and I'm just we're just bobbing and weaving these these June and bugs. I'm headbutting him every five seconds like ah ah freaking shit. Ah. Um, for me, it's definitely anything that can fly and has a stinger on it. 
because yeah. I am deathly well, that allergic. That makes it not irrational then. That's very irrational. Well, yeah, you're right. But it's still the amount of fear that I have inside of it. <laughs> I mean, if you want I to. I have s- to be the man in the relationship. 100%. Casey, go get that thing. Go get it. Protect me. I'm like, yeah, kill the wasp or let it kill me. You want to be a widow? I have my a good irrational fear of mine. What? How I can't sleep if my the bottoms of my feet aren't covered or if my butt's not covered. That's true. And then you get so mad that you're hot and sweaty, but you won't uncover. I can't. I can't. And here's the thing is that a lot of people are like, oh, I'm, I don't want to be drug away by like this scary demon. I am terrified. And this is the honest to God truth. I don't know if I saw a movie where this happened. I don't know where this came from. I really don't. But I'm terrified that like a scary little ring girl, like the girl off the ring, like that mm-hmm. girl is at the foot of my bed and she's going to tickle my feet if they're not covered. Oh, that there's nothing worse than that. I'm telling you, <laughs> Casey, there's, it's not about like your feet tickled. Me, like drag me away, please. But whatever it is inside of me that is terrified of this little girl tickling my feet. Oh my God. I can't do it. And so like, even if my feet are outside the covers, as long as the backs <laughs> of my feet, what is wrong with you? I don't know. But as long as the backs of my feet are covered, like they're on the blanket somehow, like if I'm turned sideways and my foot's like this, but the back of my foot has blanket on it, then I'm going to be okay. It's only the back of my foot. It's not the top of my foot. It's the bottom. Jesus. It's terrifying. I'm getting yeah, worked up t- right now thinking about it. I was going to say, I just had to tell you to back up off the microphone. Your your sound waves over here are it's flying. terrifying. I can tell. That okay. one is, I'll give you that one. That one's irrational. But it's so, and I know how stupid it sounds, but I can't fix it. That's the thing about fear. It's not it's stupid. Terrifying. It's something that, that's scary to you. Like I, like I, I get that. Oh my God. Okay. We're about to get deep. No, no pun intended. This is awful. This, I've told you this before in confidence, and this is going to make me sound like a weirdo, but I have a awful, awful fear. Like my, I have like, it makes me like, like my mouth water. And like, I literally have goosebumps right now thinking about it is having a catheter put in. I'm not, you're laughing. There is not a joking bone in my body. Nothing. It makes my man parts go into my stomach thinking about it i'm like oh no like i just did it's it i can feel a pain that's not even there because it hasn't even just the thought of having that mm. so the first and only time that i ever honestly thought that justin was gonna Dude. punch me was whenever i was oh god yeah. whoa and easy <laughs> goodness gracious he didn't punch me just so you know god um, well thank you for so, that disclaimer good god i was in nursing school and we had to do a skills check off about insert in catheter insertions and so i was studying uh, but uh. watching how-to videos and it was on real people no thank you and uh Justin was trying to be sweet because I was I was doing it on my laptop in the bed and Justin was trying to be sweet and he leaned in and was like, oh, what are you studying? And he sees like literally it could not have been perfect slash worst timing because at that point it was whenever the catheter went in and he goes, what the freaking shit was that? Oh, ah! And he like was so Just upset. disgusting, dude. Like, I ain't trying to see that. That just makes me, f- oh my God. No, so thank you. The, get out of here with that. You gotta warn me. That's awful. No, that's my irrational fear, having a catheter put in. <laughs> and we're all gonna get old, so I'm sure I'll have one before I die, but no thank you. Just take me out back first, no, please. No kidding, thanks. dude. Just, no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> moving on, moving on. That's how I feel about tickle feet. Oh, this is a random one. And, okay. <laughs> this is, uh, this will probably be more towards you. Okay thoughts on when people say the phrase 
So that means it's free, right? When items don't scan at the store, people are like, what is wrong with you? Is that funny? In what world is that funny? Oh, you know what's even better? What else can I get for you? A million dollars? Yeah. So what the question him. was is, I guess if you're at the store, if you're like a cashier or or a waiter, waitress, whatever, and you can't get your item to scan, oh, that means it's free, right? What a dad joke. What an awful, stupid dad joke that is. People, But the thing is, I don't think it comes from a place of like maliciousness. It's just people trying to be funny, probably trying to impress their... And that's what sucks is that I am that person. You are that person, 100%. Because I can... It's one thing whenever I'm actually working and these people say these jokes to me and I'm like, you're the scum of the earth. I can't stand the fact that you said that right now. And then I'm the customer within 10 minutes at a different store and then it happens to me and that's the first thing that comes out of my mouth. Mm -hmm. And the second it comes out of my mouth, I'm like, I hate myself more than you hate me right now. I promise. I'll catch her (laughs) saying stuff like that. Like we'll be be out to eat and she'll say some goofy little dad joke to... To I think our it's waiter or waitress, it so long. and she'll say it, and she's like looking at the waiter or waitress, and while she's saying her goofy joke, I just stare at her, and I'm just waiting for her to be done. Because it's not and I'm funny. Like, and when she turns, she's like, "Oh, smile!" She's like, Shut up, Justin. It was funny at the time. I'm like, it I was, was right in my head, but it wasn't at all actually because <laughs> that's I hate funny. Myself. I love that though. But that's so. There's so many of those little interactions, or um, another phrase that old specifically. Like I'm not even saying old, elderly Don't people. Don't work too hard. Elderly people. I'm talking like. Is that like, what you're gonna say? Yes, like 65 plus. Yeah. Back in my old job, where I would be sitting at a computer, doing whatever, accounting, marketing, um, balancing the the sales for the day. What what I mean, doing things, making making the schedule for the next week, whatever. Yeah. Helping with payroll, working, doing something on a computer. Then you've got you know freaking Jimbo who. Has, has been retired for 30 years and you know drove his 1965 dodge pickup up there walks in and he's like working hard or hardly working i'm like you know what there's other ways to make a living other than hitting the damn railroad ties that uh-huh. you did you know like fuck you you well, old man like here's my thing is that i 1000 percent love my old regulars no right? and i'm saying these are the chosen few and far between that mean it rude. right like they, yeah. they, which basically working hard or hardly working means hey you young whippersnapper you ain't doing shit yeah. I, i'm a real man let me show you how to make money mm-hmm. well all righty then you know i yeah. appreciate it when you have trouble unlocking your cell phone later don't come asking me for help you know what <laughs> oh i'm saying and also when you lose your keys for the 12th time today don't ask me to help you find them mm-hmm. so go right ahead though but condescension that's where all this goes back to yeah. you know what i'm saying it's it's been there done that <laughs> all young people are the same you damn millennials like blah 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 you know what right if we complained even half as much as they did, mm-hmm. oh my God. And mm-hmm. we're supposedly the quote unquote generation that complains too much. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're the most understanding generation there is. Uh, Not for, most understanding. I'm sorry. Hold on. But we're the, like, they're, I'm so, okay, let me rephrase. They're the least understanding generation there is. Like, we're the, we're, there's exceptions to every group, but yeah. yeah. Whatever. We don't need to go down this path because we'll go on that for hours. Oh, yeah. But yeah, when people scan an item and say, oh, it's free, right? Yeah. Say less. Where is this at? <laughs> you're, so, you're so stupid. Would you ever adopt a full-grown man? <laughs> sure. Oh, you would? Yeah. That's cool. Where is he staying? 
I'm in the, the back side of the house. Okay, so where we are? <laughs> sure. No, Drew, I would not adopt a full-grown man. What are you doing? I have a good face itch. <laughs> okay, moving on. Let's see here. How do you handle the holiday stresses? It can weigh it can weigh heavy on people who do not have a tight family dynamic. It is, man, holidays I feel like are just difficult in general. Like holidays have this uh they're deep rooted into positivity and like family and like togetherness, but the fact of the matter is there's so many moving parts and there's so many people and there's so many, especially now with like corona and shit mm-hmm. like it's just I don't know. I feel like it gets messy and like, how do I deal with it? In all honesty, I worry about what I can control. Me and you and us. That's it. You know, just hope for the best for everything else. But at the end of the day, we come home to each other. So we make sure that we have good holidays together. For sure. Um, I will say that Justin and I, like as a couple, we um, make sure that we spend and a lot time for us, just the two of us to um, have the holiday and get to experience that together. Like with Christmas, we have our own gift giving between the two of us. And I feel like that will carry on whenever we have kids. Yeah. No doubt. Um, and like with Thanksgiving, you know, obviously all day long we spend with our families, but then at the end of the night, like we make sure that we put time together at the end of the night to just like decompress yeah. together, um, and make sure that we're getting to spend the holidays as a unit as opposed to trying to please all these other people. And I don't even mean that negative, but like it is, it, it's, it's, it's a, tr- it's a chore, but we're grateful for it. It's a welcome chore, I guess, like a blessing and a chore at the same time to like make sure you're meeting everyone else's needs and wants and everything like that. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like me personally, what I do is that I hope for the best with family events and, be try to be as optimistic as possible about it and then make sure that if it wasn't if it didn't go well then i can find some sort of solace in the fact that me and justin had a good yeah no doubt on that day sure i think that's a great way of putting it you know like just worry about what you can control and for the most part that's what we can control is you know you and i and our attitude and whatnot because i mean it's just it's not about presence and all that stuff. It's about quality time. Right. So that's what we try to focus on. And it, it gets better every year because we learn from the past. You know okay. what I'm saying? So, and um, what is next? Dang, we're already 30 minutes in. We've got a lot of questions. Thanks, guys. Appreciate y'all. Oh, this is, I'm excited to hear your answer to this one. Favorite memory that you both have of each other? It doesn't have to be mushy-gushy. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was. It was an alien trying to escape my body. Just, oh my god! Oh my gosh! Oh, that's hard. There's gonna that's be there's so gonna hard. There's a bunch that like instantly pop into my head, but I'm trying to think of like a favorite. I know, me too. Um, honestly, this is a this is a very two sided memory. Like it's a double edged sword because I have such it's a great memory slash memories, but it's also filled with a lot of sadness. It was whenever you were in Providence playing softball mm-hmm. and I would wake up like at three o'clock in the morning to like call you or FaceTime mm-hmm. you before practice and before a game and stuff. And because I mean, obviously the time zones are different and it was, mm-hmm. what time would it be there? Like five? Uh, yeah, two hours, but it would be, you would have work, woken up at two because I was getting up at four. Okay. So yeah, waking up like super, super early. Like, I mean, seriously before 
the sun came up for my 150s mm-hmm, to get because Casey would have to get up and go practice and because she plays softball and I was 2,000 miles away at home and I would wake up and I would call you and tell you good morning and have a good game or whatever like that I really that was like some of my favorite memories mm-hmm. but that's also incredibly sad because it's like heartbreaking 2,000 miles away yeah 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 what's one of yours well now that you say that I think about the time that I was up there for the semester that <laughs> I'm sorry. I what? Just <laughs> Are you thinking about the no, ugliest pictures that we could possibly take of each other no. and we posted them on Women Crush Wednesday and no. Man Crush Monday? No, I am not thinking of anything even close to that. Okay. Well, that's what I was thinking of whenever we were up there and we would FaceTime all the time. I can't even say anything. I want to figure out what you're thinking about. So <laughs> what is going on? What? So I, I I have to hijack. I am so sorry. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm, no, it's so funny. So th- <laughs> this is literally one of my favorite memories of you. So this was at least four or five years ago. We did a friend vacation to Broken Bow, Oklahoma. Oh, sorry. And we rented a cabin. <laughs> and like we had been drinking... Profusely. I mean, all day. Shout like, out to our kidneys for yeah, it was like, surviving us. I mean, we started at like noon and we didn't stop till like four in the morning. I mean, because it was like vacation and we were, we were barely 21, mm-hmm. all of our friends. And <laughs> there's a hot, a massive hot tub. And all of our friends got in the hot tub that night. And Casey was, you know, drunker than Cooter Brown. <laughs> and she, we're all in the hot tub and it was her turn to go get us some beer. Some beers. <laughs> and she goes to get these beers. And she comes back and she's like, she's all dancing. She's like, ooh, I got your beers. And she goes to step up the ladder. To, she's like, she has her beers in her hand and she's like stepping up the ladder to get into the hot tub. And she goes like to lift one leg into the hot tub. And when she did that, her weight transfer absolutely launched the freaking... She launched the uh, the stairs out from underneath her, and one foot was like straddling the hot tub, and the other foot was in midair. And she nailed her rib cage on the on the side of the freaking I hot you tub. Said it was my sternum. Yeah, it was like right here, like her sternum rib cage. And she was like, "Hey guys, I got your beer." <laughs> I mean, no. just absolutely <laughs> leveled her diaphragm on this freaking. That is one of the hardest I've ever laughed in my life. Any scenario ever. It was just you. Oh, hey, got your beer. <laughs> just fucking pile drive that thing. I'm so sorry. That I'm thinking of all these sweet memories. And that's the first thing that I thought of. That vivid, vivid memory of Can that. Can I tell you what that just what that just sparked <sighs> my memory of? Oh, sweating. I'm sorry. What's up? So Justin go. Justin and I go on our uh, one year anniversary trip to. Uh, oh, you're gonna tell this. <laughs> don't, mom, dad, to Margaritaville. Whoever's, don't judge me. We go to Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville in Florida. It was in Hollywood, Florida, mind you, and um. We're out yes, that's pool. a real thing, Hollywood, Florida. We're out at the pool all day long. And what we were doing for the trip, we were like, we would go to the pool or the beach or whatever, and we would be drinking, having a great time in the sun. Then we come back, take like a one, two hour nap, wake up, get ready, go to dinner. So we go to the pool, and Justin is just lit, lit McTit. Like it's. Well, I was vibing because I found these. Uh, the, hmm. We won't go there. <laughs> I'm doing 
I don't care. We found swingers that wanted to swing with us, and I didn't know. Oh, I'm not even talking about them. Those are the fucking weirdos at the end of the day. That I was talking about to take them. us to the new beach. I was talking. I was talking about the big lesbians that I became friends with. Oh, those were those were fun too. Yeah, I found a group of like five lesbians, and I'm talking. They weren't like. Well, that's whenever the sweet you abandoned me with a swinger couple. I didn't know that before. That, I knew that they were swingers, and me too. And you went and had fun with your friends in the pool. Anyway, so Justin was getting shot spot for him left and right on top of what he's because I'm a good time. He's a great time. And um, we come back to the room, and I pass out. And I remember it being like 4.45 or 5.45, like something 45. And I wake up like maybe 30 minutes into it, and the shower's on. And I'm like, oh, damn, okay, Justin's being proactive. He's ready to go. Like, whatever, I'll pass back out. Whenever he gets out of the shower, he'll come get me whenever it's time for me to get ready. So I go back to sleep. Well, two hours later, my eyes open. Shower's still on. I'm like, oh my God, my husband's dead. So <laughs> I, go no, basically the, was. I go into the bathroom and Justin is in this fucking shower. It <laughs> was a massive shower in my defense. I mean, this shower. You it, could, was, it was a huge shower. It's so nice. You could fit a horse in this thing. It was massive. <laughs> I would say it's probably about the size of this table. And like, Oh, here's no. The, here's Bigger the, than this. Okay, but here's the freaking water spout coming down. And Justin's head is like right underneath it. He's laying down completely horizontal. And he's got a towel over him like a freaking blanket. Passed out. And I was like... <laughs> I was and sleeping. the water's I'm sorry, still I didn't running, have... like hitting him in the chest, but he's got the blanket or the blanket, the towel on him perfect enough to where it's not drowning him. And I was like, oh my God, Justin doesn't do this. Oh my God. Oh, what do I do? And I like poked him like, hey, hey, what's going on? And he was like, I'm taking a nap. And he like pulled the towel up over him like it was a blanket and turned over. And I was like, no, get out of this bathroom right now. <laughs> like It was... I it was a great know. idea at the time. And the best part about that story is I bought Pedialyte, like the little sticks, oh, like, like the little, they look like a pixie stick of Pedialyte because obviously at that point in time, my body needed it. So in my drunken stupor, I was like, oh, I'm going to make this Pedialyte in like a little <laughs> Dixie cup and I'm all swishing it around. And I don't, I don't remember any of this, but I woke up. It was full. <laughs> I, I know. I brought that little paper Dixie cup into the shower in my two hour shower that I, that I took a nap in. And Casey woke me up, and I'm like, where in the world am I? That Dixie cup had a full thing. I didn't even touch that PDL. It was just sitting next to me. I'm like, what was going on? And you need to explain this swinger story because people are probably like, what is happening? I don't even know where to start with these people. So it happened. It happened at the beginning of the, the pool. I was hanging out with these. When I say big lesbians, I'm only saying that because they were like legit, like 6'2", like 350 pounds. I mean, yeah. they were like big girls. They were having a good time, yeah. and they were – Fun as shit, and we just became BFF, and we were drinking. I played them in my college softball days. Yeah, they were big, but they were fun, man. Like, I don't know. They were just, I guess I wasn't a threat to them, so I didn't play for their team. They were like, hey, you know, we're, we're chilling, having this a good our, time. This is our bud. Yeah, so we were, they abducted me and got me hammered in that pool. I was drinking those, like, like those Bubba jugs uh-huh. of, like, Crown Royal. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, because we had those left over from the plane. Because I'm terrified was, of planes. It was miserable. So I was blacked out. And then this other couple that we met like halfway through, like after I was done hanging out with the other people, they like, uh, it was a husband and wife. And long, 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 long story short, they were asking us to go to the new beach tomorrow. Y'all, hey, y'all, we're having a lot of fun with y'all. Y'all should go to the new beach with us tomorrow. And we're like definitely telling these people like, Oh yeah, cool. Sounds great. Never gonna talk to them again. Well, here's the thing. Okay. 
I think we're back now. Sorry, I don't know why it keeps doing that. Anyways. Okay, so when you got abducted by the lesbians, mm -hmm. this was before we knew that that couple was swingers. And we just thought that they were like being super nice, super friendly. Yeah. Wanted to be friends with us. And um, they asked me, hey, so we're going to the new beach tomorrow. Do you think that y'all would want to come? And I'm like, oh my God, yeah. That would be a great time. Like maybe in my mind, I'm thinking it was like uncharted land that was a beach that no one had like claimed or put property to. And then... I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, it makes total sense. Yeah, it does in my head. In your head. Shut up. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, yeah, oh my God, we'd be so down. Okay, well, are you sure? Like, are you sure that your husband would be okay with that? Like, most young people aren't cool with that. Like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what are you Screw talking about? Screw that. Yeah, like, I mean, it sounds like a great time. Like, we'd love to go exploring. Oh my God, how awesome. And then, um, like three hours later is when Justin comes back over and they're talking about preparing like a, a cooler and getting a Uber over there and everything. And like, we're going to be at this time. And I'm like mentally jotting down all the details. And I'm like, Justin, we're going to go to the new beach tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. And then, um, we walk, we leave. Cause this is the day that Justin died in the shower. And then we wake up the next day and that couple's not at the pool that we've been going at. Um, cause they were at the new beach and me and Justin start talking about it. And then more that we talk about it, we realized they were saying nude beach <laughs> and that's why Justin wouldn't be okay with it. And that's why most new couples or young couples aren't cool with it. And I'm like, you're damn right. I'm not cool with it. Hell no. We're yeah. not going to the nude beach. Yeah, I thought you were weirdos. saying new beach. Yeah. These weirdos are trying to pick us up and we didn't even know. <laughs> and we're like, Oh yeah, we'll be there. It's yeah. Good. I'll see you then. <laughs> weirdos. What a trip. Almost died. I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hey, by the way, um, we're 40 minutes in and the audio has stopped twice, which probably means that the video is not going to work because it's not going to sync up with this. So that probably means that the next video I upload to YouTube is going to have shitty audio quality, but great. that's just great. Uh, what is your dream job slash dream trip? Dream job for me would be a, I have no knowledge of it whatsoever. I would love to be like a music producer, like own a music studio and like have like all like the musical talent, like come use my mm -hmm. facility to like do their stuff. Dream trip would be a multiple point trip in Europe. I would want to go to Ireland to uh, drink in a pub, to kiss the Blarney Stone, to look at all the castles and stuff. I would want to go to, from Ireland to Scotland play golf on Scottish links mm. to see all the old Scottish castles and stuff like that. That would be like ideal for me. What about you? Dream job, dream trip, dream, dream job, dream trip. Um, I would love, I have a couple, but I'll say two. So I think my number one dream job would <clears throat> to be in mental health research. Um, I think it's a very unsaturated field and I feel like there's a lot of, a whole lot of questions that a whole lot of people have. Um, and hopefully with the recognition and like the, um, I guess awareness and acceptance of it. Mm -hmm. Um, hopefully we will get there very soon. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I still think that if I could pick a dream job, I would love to be one of the people that helps find something. Or, that'd be sick. Yeah. That'd know. be perfect. Right up um, your alley. Something you're passionate about. I think that's like my biggest passion, I think. And I think it's cause I like, my struggles, X, yeah. Y, and Z. Um, also, number two, I think that it would it would bring me so much fulfillment and satisfaction. What is that noise? Me. Oh, Sorry. I was like, what is it? It's just going. 
Um, I think it would bring me fulfillment and satisfaction to be like a pediatric um, doctor, nurse, nurse practitioner, whatever. Like I just, I love kids and I love helping them Mm -hmm. and I love working with them. And I think that we can learn a lot from kids. So those are my two dream jobs. Um, and then dream trip is basically exactly what Justin said. Um, I just don't like golf. (laughs) Um, so I would love to visit, visit. I would love to visit. it. I would love to visit the Scottish Highlands. <laughs> I would love to visit the Scottish Highlands. I would love to visit. Well, I want to go there today. Okay. So um, the Scottish Highlands, I would love to go there. Um, I would love to visit Paris. I would love to visit, um, God, all of it. Like I would love to drink wine in France. I would love to eat a croissant in Paris. Like I would love to drink Irish whiskey in the Scottish Highlands. Like it's, I would love to do all of the like stereotypical things in all of Europe. Yeah, eat like pizza in Italy. Yes. And, yeah, that'd be dope. I there's so much that I want to do, and I feel like if you have if you go to Europe, it can't be done in like a week or even no. two. It needs to be like a month long trip. Right, because there's so much to see and do. I'm, ugh, I would want that would be sick. Yeah. How often do you read books, or when was the last time you read a book all the way through? Ooh, calling me out because that was one of that was documented on this podcast. That was my New Year's resolution this year is I wanted to be more well read. And I thought that it was going to be the perfect time because Corona. But my job went into freaking overdrive when Corona hit. Mm -hmm. And that's not an excuse. I have had plenty of time to read, but I haven't. I did start my new book. um, What a week ago. I saw you. I saw you pick it up. Um, It's called the one page marketing plan. It is a really good, I forgot who the author was, but it's really cool because it's kind of like a, uh, it's kind of about like differentiation and like just keeping up with the times, but kind of sticking true to yourself mm-hmm. uh, in your company. So I, I started that. I'm probably about 35, 40 pages in. Um, I finished the other book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Mm-hmm. I gave that, I started that when I said I was going Did to. Did we ever get that back? Yeah, Jace gave it to me. Okay. I finished it at the beginning of the year because that was like, oh, you know. Did you ever read Egoism in me? Egoism in me? No, I bought that for you, but I haven't watched, I haven't read that one yet. It's a good one. Um, so how often do I read? Not nearly as much as I would like to or I should. Um, I enjoy reading on my own terms when I enjoy the subject matter. Mm-hmm. If you gave me a book about... Pathophysiology. Yeah. <laughs> yak but like if it was a book about like harry potter and stuff like that i could read that all day mm-hmm. i just haven't so i need to read more often the last book that i read all the way through was the book i just said and that took me probably a year and a half to read it all the way through because i just got so you finished i did so i need to read a lot more we have a really cool book collection we keep buying books we just haven't yeah i can't speak for you i'm, I'm sorry i'm sorry i can't speak for you obviously but um what about you so I started Live by Sadie Robertson. Robinson. I do this every time. Well, now she's uh, she's married, so it's a different name. Uh, it's Sadie Huff. Um, the Duck Dynasty Lady. Yeah. Um, so she has a three-book collection, um, and I started reading Live, and it's just straight Live. Because um, she has, well, she has like Live Fearless and Live. I got you. I got you. I don't remember what the other one is, but then this one is just live. Mm-hmm. And, um, I started it and I got probably like two thirds of the way through with it. Um, I still haven't finished the last third. And the only reason is because I want to give it 
1000% undivided attention. Like I took notes for the first two thirds. Like I was doing reflections. I like started a self-help journal through it. Like I was all the way fully vested in it and I don't want to finish it until I can give it that much of me again, I guess. Um, but the last book that I've actually finished was Cherry Potter and the Hanging. You are having a hard time speaking the English language. Harry Potter and Cherry the Chamber. Po- Cherry Potter and Cherry the- Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> <laughs> Cherry Potter. <laughs> Cherry Popper and the Marriage of Israel. And the Marriage of Israel. Cherry Popper. Um, jalapeno poppers <laughs> and, and the Marriage of Israel. Why do we have friends? We don't. We don't have friends. <laughs> we don't have any friends. People don't like us. Shout out to the Rated <laughs> Jay-Z podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Cherry Popper and the Shane and the Fleet Fifth. That was not nearly as funny as we thought it was. I don't give a shit. <laughs> So the last book that I actually read all the way through was Mary Poppins and the Ten. <laughs> Mary Poppins and the Harriet Seepers. <laughs> you were screaming into that microphone. It's, it's, dude. I'm so loud. The audio, the audio file over here is just freaking. <laughs> it looks like somebody's having a heart attack. Well, I guess that'd be the opposite. Never mind. Oh Harry Jesus. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Oh, okay, next. Funny. What's the next question? <laughs> what's the next one? The last book we read was Ma- <laughs> Mary Poppins in the Chambers. And Mary. <laughs> okay. 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 Oh, breath. this is a serious one. This is a good one right okay. now. Oh, we good? We good? Okay. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> okay. Uh, mental health doesn't always affect one person in the relationship. It affects both. We talk about that all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, How do you navigate and not lose sight of helping your significant other when all else fails? Your version of help will be different because of... Yeah. Go watch our... Or listen to the mental health podcast. But anyways. So, um, if you're new, welcome. Um... Just a disclaimer. We've said this a million times, but if you haven't listened to those, I'm epi- crazy. Oh my god! If you haven't, li- <laughs> if you haven't listened to those episodes, Casey has um, suffered with mental health, um, I guess, problems for the better par- part of her adult life. Um, it's gone on record. I'm very lucky in the sense I don't, but we have a whole like Segment. catalog of episodes that are they're all they're all titled mental health. And they're just in case episodes, so they're just they're they're she and I, and we talk about all that. So that's just a disclaimer. But back to yeah. the question. So sorry, go ahead. I think that's something that I'm very. It is still <clears throat> something I need to get better at in our marriage. Is that like um, I do have mental health issues, and so you can go and write on paper all of my diagnostics and all kinds of great things and all my medications and blah blah blah. Um, so it's very easy to get wrapped up in all of my problems. Um, especially since I'm trying to be proactive in my own mental health and lack thereof. So trying to strive to be more mentally healthy, um, that it can be all consuming and it is most of the time. And so it 
it leaves very little room to consider anybody else in that venture. And so, um, especially whenever I've been having a couple rough weeks with mental health, it's, it's easy to get carried away with, um, how do I get myself out of this? And I don't, it's very easy to not think about what Justin's going through and mental health is a very two person, two sided street. Um, because you know, if Justin had mental health problems, like if he had depression and, I came home for two weeks in a row and Justin was depressed and it was nothing that I did and it was not my fault and I couldn't fix it. That's going to wear on a person, you know, that's hard. And so I think that it, it affects the other person almost as much as it affects the actual person going through it. And so personally, what I need to do a better job of is, um, considering both parties as opposed to just fixing myself thinking that fixing my, myself will fix the both of us. I don't know. Do you have something to add to that? Yeah, well, they said, like, you know, how do you navigate helping your significant other without losing sight of yourself? That's something that I slash have a very hard time with because I think inherently as a guy, we're, we are fixers. And then I think when you become a husband, you reach, like, a, a different level of that. Like, I mean, I don't – even when we were kids, I didn't want to see you hurt. But, like, as your husband, I don't – I mean, I would kill somebody. For you, you know what I mean. So, the word, the term I always use is like I'm fighting an invisible enemy. Mm-hmm. So, and obviously, so are you. But um, I had a, I had a lapse in my help-oriented approach to you recently. It's probably about three weeks, three or four weeks ago. Casey was having a rough go of it. Just was in a funk. Couldn't get out of it. Was just, I mean, two to three to four days of this, which turned into like two, three, four bad days, half of a good day, and then a week of another bad days. I mean, it was bad. And um, uh, I tried everything I could. I did all the dishes, all the laundry. I used words that she told me help her. I used every kind of thing that we've learned in counseling that Casey's told me personally that helps her. I've learned things that I, I mean, excuse me, I used and implemented things I've researched online. I've, you know, I mean, you name it. I did everything that I possibly knew to fix the situation. And Casey was just looking at me like, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. I'm just, I'm not fixable right now. I'm not okay. And I just like could not accept it. And it freaked me out. And I was getting angry that why can't I fix this? And then it turned into an argument and I ended up having to turn back around and be like, you know, I could, that wasn't the issue wasn't her or her going through anything that's that is uh, the the enemy that we both are trying to beat and I let it get the best of me in my pursuit of trying to help and then I ended up you know making it worse and I felt awful and you know it came from a place of love which is why Casey knew that I mean all I was trying to do is help and I couldn't fix it and it was driving me nuts and then it turned into a really good conversation the next day where you were having to sit me down and tell me like, Hey, it's not your fault. Sometimes you have the playbook right in front of you on how to fix it and And you can follow it to a T and it doesn't work. But then the next day, if you do the same thing, it'll work. So it's navigating. It is hard. Not losing sight of yourself is exactly that. Mm. And what I mean by that is it's not about me. That's what I have to keep telling myself. So everybody out there that has a, a spouse that's going through stuff like that, just remember in most cases, it's not your fault. Sometimes it's your fault, believe me. <laughs> but, 
Uh, Just don't lose sight of the fact that y'all are y'all are working towards a common goal. Also, whenever you are that spouse, um, don't lose sight of the fact that you're not the only one going through it. Because when you're going through it, it is absolutely miserable. It's debilitating. It's like I wouldn't wish that upon my worst enemy. Right. Um, But at the same time, you have a teammate, and don't forget that. Like you're not doing it by yourself. Um, and they did sign up for this, sign up for this. Um, and all they want to do is help. So even if they can't be gentle, because as mm-hmm. angry as you are with yourself, don't project that on other people because all they're trying to do is help. So very true. That's all I can say about that. Very true. That was a good question. Appreciate that. Last one. This is a good one. It's right at the, almost right at the one hour mark too. What would you tell your 16-year-old self? Oh, God. (laughs) How much time do we got? Stop living for other people. What do you mean? Do things that you want to do. I don't think that I... You did tell me that you used to have an issue with that. I don't think that I would have gone to Providence um, had it not been um, a big middle finger to everybody that told me I couldn't play Division I. I had a bunch of coaches, a bunch of teammates, a bunch of parents that were like, that would discredit, I'd say discredit me, but they would say that their kid deserved to play over me or their kids deserved to make the team instead of me or whatever. And they, like, I even had coaches. I had a coach that coaches, she played in the USA Olympics and she also coaches in college softball and I won't name names, but she looked my parents and me in the face and said that I was not a collegiate athlete. Um, as a high school player, I heard that. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I had one coach that believed in me and I had one coach that told me that I could play division one. And so I busted my ass. And whenever I found the perfect fit division one, I went with it and it wasn't the perfect fit. It just looked prettiest on paper. Right. Um, it was the highest scholarship percentage. It was the highest, um, conference. It was, Big time. The, the most, like, yeah, like I had potential to be playing on TV. Like, I was in Big East. Like, I played at Providence College. Cool. Yeah. Division One. Yay. Mm-hmm. 70% scholarship. Awesome. But none of that was for me. I didn't accept it for me at all because I, I did it to say F you to everybody that told me I couldn't. And it wasn't something yeah, that I wanted. I feel that. Um, so, and I, you, what you would tell yourself was don't live for other people that's the word that's exactly like i don't know how else to put that like i just i think that at 16 you literally are only okay not anyone else i can't speak for anyone else but for me like at 16 years old i was literally only worth what my brand was who was casey williams at 16 was she recruited was she high up on the ab list was she in honor society was she you know, did she yeah. have friends? Was she invited here? Like, and that's all that mattered to me. And it didn't matter that I didn't care about most of it. Yeah. Um, but it was what was ingrained in my brain. Yeah. So I think that that's my biggest thing. Just try because you can, you don't know who you are at 16. Right. There's no saying, oh, be true to yourself. Don't live for other people. Right. Um, but at the same time, like try to sit back and envision your life five years, 10 years down the road and be okay with whatever choices you're about to make because they're so important. That's good though. 
What about you, 16-year-old Justin? Man, I don't know. I think... I think you turned out pretty okay. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I think 16-year-old thanks. Justin probably hit his head on Decent. tighter a little bit than the rest of the people did. Um, man, I would say maybe maybe be more present because I was so focused on being the kind of person that was friends with everybody, mm-hmm. which was... I mean, it's something I'm very proud of. Like, I don't... Yeah. I don't hate anyone. I don't have, like, enemy... You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I was so cognizant of being okay with everyone. Just basically, I needed to learn to say no, is what I'm saying. Yeah. I felt awful about if this person um, said, hey, dude, I've got this award ceremony to go to. Um, I've got this party to go to I, I want you to do this like I felt I was stretched thin mm-hmm. and so much so that big events came and went that I didn't really like soak up the moment does that make yeah. sense maybe because, just like honoring and valuing yourself more than you did your relationship with other people or I would be like at someone's birthday party feeling awful that I didn't go to somebody else you know what I'm saying like I I feel like being more present is something I should have worked on mm-hmm. because I feel like I was so worried about doing a thousand things at once. I didn't really focus on one thing at a time. And also I would really, really focus on getting into a real, like a better school. Um, school was never an issue for me. I was always never an issue, like grades, studying was never an issue for me. I really loved school. I've said it on here a million times. I was a nerd, but like I didn't really like apply myself because I was always able to get by without trying to too hard yeah so i think if i would have like really buckled down and like tried and like went out you're the smartest person i know i'll stop but like if i would have like if i would have like tried and like gone to like another school yeah i feel like i would have really enjoyed it you know what i'm saying i also might have went there and became a raging alcoholic and and you know (laughs) failed out that's also a good possibility yeah so because i mean i like i said uh circle back to the first thing oh i want to do a thousand things at once so uh i I think that would have been it like really focus on trying to do more academically because i never really had to try try. i i qualified for all the ap this ap that i just didn't want to take them why would i put more stress on myself that i didn't have to do like i was forced to like what kind of what kind of mindset is that like what the fuck like i should have done it you know what i mean yeah but um yeah that's what i would have said y'all did awesome with these questions those were really cool so then we're we're about an hour in a little bit over an hour i i really enjoyed doing that yeah it was a great time i enjoyed it one thing i will ask is to please follow the instagram like the facebook share the facebook Go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating. That stuff really does help. Yeah. And it takes Have two you seconds. Have dog yet? It takes two seconds. Oh, yeah. Here's my baby. Here's my dog. Nala. Here's my little baby. <laughs> my sweet mama. Her love her mama and her dad. Yeah, she's a sweet baby. But, um, yeah, so if you could do that, man, it really does help. It helps solidify sponsorships. Um, and I appreciate all of y'all. We've gotten this far. And um, closing out like I always do, remember, as long as y'all keep listening, I'll keep talking. We'll see you all next time.